Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars here in the great time for all Star Wars fans. What I get right? Do we do we still stop and just appreciate the era we are in as Star Wars fans? I think I think we all do. If you're listening to this, you probably do. If you happen to be stumbling around and bumbling your way into this podcast and you're and you're like, yeah, I'm not sure if it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Yep. 
It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Joseph Scrimshaw and I had a great time in Wizard World Las Vegas last weekend and got to perform uh, for uh, a good audience there. Numbers were pretty good in the crowd. A live databank brawl, which you can find on this podcast podcast feed and listen to. Uh, we had a little mini tournament. We were Tatooine heavy, as it turns out. Um, but we had a lot of fun. Jar Jar Binks, Rancor Monster, Bib Fortuna. A lot of fun fights uh, we got to do in front of a live audience. We hope to do it again at other conventions. We hope you can join us uh, for a live recording of Data Bank Brawl. Thoughts this week about, that I'm having as a Star Wars fan seem to be revolving a lot around Palpatine. Senator Palpatine, Supreme Chancellor Palpatine, Sheev Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine, whatever... You want to call it, it's Palpatine on my brain. The first thing, a friend of mine, Megan, emailed me this morning and says, have you heard heard this theory? Someone's got a theory out there that Ray's father is Palpatine. Intriguing, I, I, I thought to myself upon reading this little theory. Immediately, it's one of those theories that I don't necessarily buy into, you, you, it's, which is weird. It's weird to make that designation in your brain early on about what, uh, what theories inside this nerd bubble might actually be true or what you can accept. I can accept Ray being born of the Force. And the theory that I explained is presented to you by uh, my pal Kevin, who says, uh, you know, Ray was born by the, uh, created by the Force to bring balance to the Force. The Force kind of apologizing for creating Anakin and all the problems that may have happened there. Leia is the one with the child. Han gets a little upset, blah, 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 blah. I can believe that one. But why do I have a little trouble believing that Ray is from Clan Palpatine? Um, but it's an interesting theory that this person put out on the interwebs. Uh, someone goes, uh, th- and then there might be other people, to be clear. You might say, Ken, I've heard it elsewhere. But this guy, this blog, um, uh, J. Kenji Lopez is the name of the writer. I do want to give him, uh, give him credit. But um, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting, and even they even present some counter arguments. But what the first thing presented is something that I absolutely noticed in the movie *Force Awakens*, um, where Ray, when she's uh, fighting Ren with the the lightsaber fight at the end, she takes a couple stabs that made me think. And I've remarked to some friends, I go, "That is very reminiscent of uh, Emperor Palpatine in *Revenge of the Sith*." This kind of jab, this kind of very—it's almost—it's—it's it's not graceful. It's a—it's a jab, and so in the Force Awakens, it comes off to me that Ray just doesn't know how to fully uh, fight right with the lightsaber. She's not fully trained. We know that. Um, she's got great skills, whether it's a high midi glorian count or uh, just. Um, she just knows how to fight from uh, her street fighting on Jakku. She doesn't have a refined style yet. We get that. So, so those jabs uh, made some sense. But it, they're very reminiscent of Palpatine in Sith. Now, quite frankly, I think Palpatine's fighting style in Sith is just because Ian McDiarmid himself, probably not the greatest fencer, sword fighter uh, around. And some of the shots were him, uh, stand-ins and digital and all that stuff for a lot of the other shots. But a lot of, a lot of the close-ups were him and some of those jabs were, with that Palpatine. That's how Palpatine sounds in my brain as he fights. Um, so uh, <laughs> I did make that connection, and that's the first thing uh, this uh, this article uh, brings up: fighting style. 
And he says, this is the most compelling to me. But the very first view of episode 7 in theater, notice that Ray's first move upon force grabbing the lightsaber is to jab at Kylo with a horizontal stabby motion. Both hands and help with a big forward shoulder thrust. Exact same move as Palpatine. I think it's coincidence, but it's compelling. When you're putting on the tinfoil hat and you're getting into these theories, you're going to look at everything, which, by the way, is what's fun, right? That's one of the best things about The Force Awakens is it kind of opened up the Star Wars universe to more speculation and new speculation. And in a modern nerd world where we love to speculate, we love to kind of get into these cinematic universes and these uh, greater universes of the properties and just kind of root around in the theories. And um, Force Awakens did such a good job of that. So this is great stuff. I love that we can have this conversation. Um, There went on, I don't want to just read this article verbatim, but um, it goes on to, to getting into what her name may be. Uh, It goes on to uh, get into what... um, It goes on to get into what... uh uh, the, the, some of the Star Wars tropes, and she was ju- dumped on Jakku for a reason. You, you can you can find it. Other people probably have the theory, but um, it made me think. It, it makes some sense. It makes some sense that that Ray could come. Uh, there's there's a there's a legacy and a lineage there in Ray that is a very strong. Force user, and in the galaxy that we know so far, there's only going to be a few. I'm still, look, if, you, if you're telling me, if you're putting a blaster to my head and you're telling me you put down some Republic credits on what to bet, I am going to go with, uh, she's a Skywalker and she's Luke's. Um, I can accept all these other theories. I'm intrigued and love the Forceborn theory. Uh, the Palpatine one, again, it, it doesn't, the timeline's a loft, so you're kind of getting into uh, maybe um, Palpatine froze. Froze is an uh, <laughs> imperial uh, junk, and um, a baby was made later. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, maybe the Knights of Ren are involved. I don't know. Put on your tinfoil hats and solve it with me. But if if uh, Ray is of uh, Palpatine, uh, it 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 just uh, it, it adds a layer to Palpatine. And I think Palpatine is definitely one of the main characters in Star Wars that sometimes gets overlooked for his importance. I don't know why. It, it, believe me, the Emperor is talked about. Um, but uh, and if you, you get into prequel talks, a lot of people will say, well, some of the best stuff in the prequels is with uh, Palpatine, especially in Sith, though he does have some dramatic theatrical overacting in that movie. Power. But I, I think the character, in a way, was overlooked partially because when we all uh, grew up with Star Wars, if you were around for the 70s and 80s, you know, that was a kind of a, a emperor's time. New Hope, it's just kind of mentioned. Empire, it's uh, it's originally an old lady in, in makeup and uh, a different voice. And, and later on, of course, the re-releases, the special editions, McDermott's back in there. Uh, but even then, it's just a scene. So you get to Jedi, and he's kind of this uh, end-of-the-level boss he, you know, you defeat Vader to fight this guy, and he's the big ghost in Mario. And so he, I think a lot of us in the 80s grew up, the Emperor was, like, he was kind of one of my favorite. He's always, those are always some of my favorite scenes. But, you know, you, Vader's the big bad guy. You kind of grew up thinking Vader's the guy that Luke's got to defeat. When really it's the Emperor, really it's his plan. And, and the prequels, again, better or worse, um, 
a lot of the stuff about Palpatine is, is intriguing to me and who he is, and he is the Phantom Menace. Darth Sidious Palpatine is the Phantom Menace, and much like Baelish in Game of Thrones, Palpatine's kind of the guy who started it all. He orchestrated everything. You know, all the little things, the Trade Federation, the blockade, the, the, the making of the clones, all in some way or another tied to Palpatine. And now, possibly, uh, you could you could make that leap that he's even responsible for Anakin and Vader himself if he had something to do with the midi-chlorians. And if Snoke, for whatever reason, has something to do with, uh, with uh, Plagueis, then that ties into Palpatine, too. So uh, I heard someone the other day uh, talking bad about the prequels. You hear that often. But they said one of the things that they thought bogged down the prequels was that it spent too much time with Palpatine. Good old Sheev. And I just don't agree with that. And I'm curious what you guys out there think. Let's take, let's throw out, let's take out the stuff about, yeah, the prequels are too bogged down in politics. Um, I can understand that argument. I definitely thought at the time. I'm not as against it now, but maybe I've become soft in my old advancing years. Um, But it would make some sense that the Republic which was going kind of strong for a while, that how it would go from public republic to, to empire, would there be some political maneuverings going on and the fact that Palpatine was behind it. And also, you know, in James Lucino's book, Darth Plagueis, Plagueis was behind it, but that's not canon. And that was some of the more interesting stuff. If you haven't read that Plagueis book by Lucino, it's still worth it. It's a political thriller. Um, and maybe that's why I like Palpatine, because in reading that book, you're exposed to how this is a long con from Palpatine. He digs in and he's making uh, his play to rule the galaxy. That's why I like the Lords of the Sith. Some stuff in Tarkin about the Emperor. You learn about the Emperor's point of view, his goals, and how it's also about the dark side and the light. And I'm intrigued by this guy in the prequels. Um, it made some sense. Palpatine's transition from senator, rising politician, grandfatherly protector of Padme, um, mentor to Padme, um, uh, a Nubian. He's from Naboo. It's weird to think that, that he's got a home world. Um, That transition to Emperor Palpatine, who, you know, is there trying to create a safe and secure society, uh, which is one of the overtop scenes, but I kind of love it. Um, That transition actually, to me, worked better than the Anakin to Vader transition. I still think that's a huge missed mark in Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and the prequel films. I think the Clone Wars and other properties have have tried to correct that a little bit on Anakin's transition. I think we were cheated a little bit. Anakin struggles, suddenly kills Mace, he's down on his knees, and rise, Darth Vader. Um, that transition didn't work from well as me. But the transition from from... Sheev Palpatine to Emperor Palpatine, uh, I think it's actually pretty good. And I, and I think if you just go back, watch the prequels sometimes and just focus on that storyline. Let me know what you think. It, was it as interesting? I, I think it was. I think he was the Phantom Menace. He's the reason for a lot. And sometimes you don't want to see uh, the, the backstories. I'm not a huge origin story guy. I don't need it for everything. Certainly hope there's not a young Sheev movie. Maybe. Maybe that could work. Maybe a young Sheev Netflix series. I don't know. 
But uh, sometimes you just want the bad guys to be bad, and we don't need to know why. We don't need to know their motivations. Uh, the Dark Knight, the Joker, that Heath Ledger Joker, I like that he gives a different backstory every time because you just, to me, you just don't need to know. It's not that important. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. But the Palpatine story, especially Jedi Empire, Return of the Jedi Emperor, I should say, um... To go from that guy to go uh, to watch him in Phantom Menace, it's like, well, how? I, I remember, how does he get to that point? And the the, the disfiguration that comes from uh, the attack by Mace, with Mace basically blocking the Force lightning back into Palpatine's face, and maybe it's not your favorite. I could have accepted another way, but I went, oh, okay, so that's how it happens. Got it. Accept it. Canon, I'm on board. But that... That transition to me plays out well. 
and it makes sense. So I've been thinking a lot about Palpatine this week. Thinking a lot about Palpatine. Maybe it's time for a Palpatine-centric book. Would you guys want that? Would you guys would you guys like that? Lords of the Sith is the closest, but still about Vader and their relationships, about Vader's transition still going. Um, but I, I am intrigued to see things from the point of view of Palpatine. Every villain thinks he's the hero in his own story, and Palpatine definitely thinks thinks he's a hero, though at the same time, he's very much aware that he's playing with dark forces. I understand other people understand the uh, Trade Federation gang, Newt Gunray Gunray and his team going, oh, but wait, Sidious promised us peace. I understand Palpatine slash Sidious pulled the wool over their eyes, but what did he really believe? Was he sleeves rolled up figuratively thinking, I'm glad I'm the bad guy. Glad I'm, I'm doing it. I am the bad guy in the galaxy and I'm going to get my way. Was his endgame really peace? I can't imagine that. And his endgame, to me, had a lot more to do with the dark side of the force versus the light side of the force and how we got there. He's an intriguing character. One of the best things, I think, of the Star Wars galaxy. But you don't see a lot of... Uh, you know, I'm, I've got a, I'm staring at a Emperor Funko Pop right now, and it's cool. But you don't see, and I got an Emperor Black Series figure up there. I, I don't see, though, you don't have people collecting the Emperor like uh, they do Darth Maul or now Kylo Ren or, of course, Vader or Boba Fett, Captain Phasma for a while until we saw the movie. Maybe next time, huh, Phasma? Um, are you out there? Are there Palpatine collectors? Are there people like, nope, I like collecting an old man in a robe. That's the figure I want to have. Um, I like them, though. When I grab grab the figures, uh, when I see them, and the Emperor figures, I like them. There's not a lot out there. What's also interesting, too, again, you got to remember, in the 80s, you, you grew up, we grew up, the, 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 the Emperor figure was something that wasn't easy to grab because it wasn't on shelves for a while. It was something you had to mail away. The Emperor figure I had, you had to mail it away. You had to save up your proof of purchases. Uh, your mom taught you how to uh, put them in an envelope and address the envelope properly, and then you sent them away. And sometimes six to, eight weeks, six to eight weeks later, which seemed like a lifetime, your figure shows up in a little box with a cane. Uh, and that was the emperor. So there's no way you're going to grow up excited by emperor action figures like you are Vader, Maul, Ren, and all those figures. I love Kylo Ren. Uh, before I even saw the movie, I was inundated with Kylo Ren merchandise because it just looks cool. Just looks cool. Maul. Society fell for Maul before we saw the movie because he just looks cool. And Vader may be the most iconic villain in all of cinema history. But Palpatine's probably more powerful. Palpatine, a little bit more interesting at times. I love that long con on the galaxy. So I want to hear from you guys out there. Check in. Use, use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars and let me know what you think about Emperor Palpatine. Or is it Palpatine? Sometimes I say Palpatine. Sometimes I say Palpatine. Again, when I grew up, he was the Emperor. Just the Emperor. And now we can call him Sheev. I preferred Lucino's version, which is 
that uh, Palpatine kind of didn't have a first name. He got rid of it. Just went with his family name. Weird, weird uh, explanation, but I kind of liked it. Um, Patrick Barman out there, our friend at Imperial Podcasting, always check it in using the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. I hope you guys are too. Yes, uh, hey Ken, what do you think of a Poe spinoff movie? My email keeps going off. This is driving me crazy. Uh, he asks, uh, Patrick asks, what is, uh, what do you think of a Poe spinoff movie like Top Gun in the Star Wars universe? Yes, there would be Y-Wings because we are always Team Y-Wing here on Spotlight Star Wars. Uh, I'm curious, I, I don't know if the comic's out. I will confess, I have been very busy the last few months and I have, um, I have about four weeks, four and a half, maybe five, six weeks of Star Wars comics sitting at my comic shop that I gotta go get. I don't know if the Poe one came out yet. I'm curious about that one. I think that's more akin to a book, uh, uh, needs to be a book and, and a comic. I, I don't think you're going to see a post spinoff movie. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. He's a main player in the new trilogy. Uh, any stories you need to tell about him on screen, I think, happen in those movies. You don't need to go out yet. His origin kind of sort of been explained in Before the Awakening, which is a good little uh, three short stories about Ray, Finn, and Poe. Check it out if you haven't there. But Patrick, I could I could definitely get behind it. But I think instead of Poe, I'd rather maybe get something more that's just uh, Rogue Squadron, not just Rogue One. But I don't think we'll be getting that either. But Poe is definitely an interesting character. We talked about him on the latest Force Center. Check that out if you haven't. Uh, That's it for now on Spotlight Star Wars, and that's it for me. I just wanted to come on and talk about Palpatine. That's That's all we wanted to do here. That's all we're doing here today. Sometimes Spotlight Star Wars is just me opening up that microphone and, and, and asking you guys, you on the same page as me, or am I crazy? Or is the story of the transition from good old mentor Sheev Palpatine, Senator of Naboo, to Emperor of the Republic-turned-Empire? Is that an interesting story? Because I always kind of think it is. So that is it for now here on Spotlight Star Wars. You can follow me at Ken Napsuck and at Force Center Pod. Use that hashtag, Spotlight Star Wars, to join the conversation. Be sure to catch episodes of Force Center and Databank Brawl here on the Force Center Podcast feed. So until next time, may that Force thing kind of sort of always remain around you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.